This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Erica Polsonelli, and welcome to Evolve by Erica, the podcast, where we talk all things spirituality, ascension, health, wellness, and beyond. I'm so excited that you are here. Come on in. and welcome to another episode. I'm so excited to be here fresh off the Joe Dispenza retreat. Um, I know so many of you have been excited and interested to hear about my journey there. Um, So I'm actually going to break this up in probably into like two or three podcasts because there's so much to unpack. But I wanted to share a little bit about my journey some takeaways that I've experienced and um, just an overall idea and a peek into this very special opportunity I had. So ever since last January, I grew interest um, on possibly going to a retreat. And to be honest with you, I really don't like to travel, especially by myself. I love to be home in my little bubble, but this was something that just called to me and I knew I needed to go to one of them. And my specific fascination with Joe Dispenza is how he's really taking the mystical, the woo-woo and finding the science to back all of it up. And I think the main takeaway that I got from this retreat is that all of this that we're doing here is so far from woo-woo or mystical. It is so real and science is just catching up to the advancements and the upgrades that we are already experiencing as human beings living a multi-dimensional experience and reality. So I chose Nashville because I'll be honest, I wanted to go a place where I wouldn't be tempted to go to the beach or be outside and in the sun because that's really distracting to me. I love being outside in the sunshine. Um, Although it was beautiful there, I had a lot of breaks outside. I was excited to go there because I really have no interest in like exploring downtown Nashville and going to bars. So that's why I chose Nashville and the timing just lined up perfectly. So I actually went with two friends and made another really good friend on the trip. And um, the first day I got there, I was actually experiencing some health stuff come up, which was pretty interesting because I couldn't wait to go to geek out, learn about the science, and also create this quantum field of energy to step into an even more evolved version of myself. And I spent the first three days um, not physically feeling my best. And I had some weird things pop up. I'm not going to share because it's very personable, personal, but um, just some weird physical ailments that started to come up and things that I never experienced before. So uh, on day, I would say day two or three, I was kind of like, do I need to like go see a doctor and possibly go home and straighten this out of whatever I'm experiencing? And that was a thought and this trepidation came up and this fear came up. And I had this moment to be like, Erica, look at where you are. Remember what you believe and heal your body. <laughs> and that was where all the energy went for the first three days of using my breath, using my intention to bring myself back into balance. And sure enough, it happened after day three. Um, so I 
I was very grateful to be in that space. And I also think it's not a coincidence that some health fears came up because that's been such a big part of my journey that literally hasn't come up um, in so long. And I was like, this is so interesting that this is presenting itself now. I'm like, I have already dealt with you. Like the health anxiety is no longer part of me. Why are you popping up here? And it was kind of like this last and final layer of me bringing the power back into my body and into myself. And that's what Joe Dispenza is all about being able to tap into the supernatural and use your energy to bring in healing and to become that supernatural version of yourself. So the first day, um, it didn't start till later in the day ever. Honestly, it is a lot of it is a blur. I do have notes that are outlined day by day to help me remember and stay focused. But um, each day we would meet in this huge ballroom there were over 2,000 people there and it was there was just so much collective energy and at first I was meeting a little bit of resistance tuning into his meditations because you guys know I love the meditations I have in practice I love chanting I just know how to get myself into that space and I know how to do it quickly and the first few days I just found myself saying like I just like, I just like my practice. Like I love my practice. I just want to do my practice. And I would tune, I'd rub my hands together. I would tune in silently with Adi Mantra and then open up um, and go into his meditation. But after practicing a lot with him, the time that it took me to go into his practices um, and get deep into his practice started to get shorter and shorter and shorter with the practice. Um, You know, we were practicing for a minimum of three hours a day, which was pretty intense. It was a minimum of three hours a day, which is amazing. And just having that time and space for yourself to go deep And to not think about your emails, to not think about your Instagram DMs, to not think about phone calls and just be within yourself helps to create so much expansion. So there are a few things that really stand out to me in um, things that we've learned and things that we've done together. This one meditation in particular that I really connected to was a pineal gland meditation that we did with um, while staring into a kaleidoscope and my body was actually vibrating for I would say four hours after the meditation and I felt the actual shift take place in my body and it lasted for literally up to four hours after it was pretty remarkable and some things that something that joe teaches is that every single time you tune into a meditation you're actually changing something within yourself within the biology of you so coming out of the meditation you can therefore expect that something has changed maybe something has healed maybe something has moved and cleared from your tissues and um from your light body, from your subtle body, from your physical body. And just being in this energy, in this environment with 2,000 people, all speaking the same language, all believing in the unseen is very expansive. And it's just being around people who are speaking the frequency that you're on and this collective energy of limitless. 
it was truly incredible. I would definitely recommend it. I I want to go to the follow-up. Um, there's a four-day advance because this was the advanced retreat, not the progressive retreat. It was the advanced one. And there's a follow-up to the advanced, which I am definitely going to go do probably sometime in the fall or winter of next year. Um, but some things that we he really drove home was the idea and the science of what's happening during meditation, number one. The idea of manifestation and how to tap into manifestation more deeply and more quickly. Quantum science and incredible studies that are happening right now that are showing the power of intention, meditation, and the ability to heal. So I want to go through these four um, briefly. And like I said, there are going to be many more podcast episodes because there are some very specific experiences I've I had there that were actually mind-blowing um that I want to share with you more of my personal experiences but I wanted this opportunity to really share about some of the things I've learned and give that to you and allow you to apply that into your life so in meditation there is such importance of being able to heal your root, your sacral, and your solar plexus. So Dr. Joe refers to those as energy centers. Many other people, especially in yoga cultures, refer to them as chakras. So the lower three energy centers or chakras have to be open and energy needs to be moved and healed in order to bring that energy up and experience that kundalini rising and he sometimes uses the word kundalini he didn't on the retreat at all he does note in his book that this energy he's talking about is the kundalini energy he just doesn't refer to it as that um so being able to really get into the root the sacral and the solar plexus and bring healing to those energy centers so that we can experience the rise of that energy into the heart and then up into the third eye out the crown and beyond is really important. So for those of you that feel like you may have lower imbalances, it is important to really work on those, whether it be through specific meditations, sound healing, movements, the kriyas we have, um, so that you can access that rise of the energy. And what happens when we're in meditation? So we start to activate our heart center, which actually sends out a signal of electricity from the body, an electrical charge. And when we come into the heart center and activate the heart, we are able to create this field around ourselves, that field that runs up, out, down, and around. And through that, we bring the body and the cells into coherence. So something I've personally have experienced um, is actually a change in how my heart feels in the beats of my heart while I meditate. And I can feel the shift of me coming into coherence where everything feels like it's beating together. Sometimes I even start to involuntarily sway or move because that coherence happens. And the pineal gland actually creates this antidiuretic that 
allows the cells to be more buoyant, almost like jello, and everything can move cohesively together. And when we activate coherence within ourselves, we're bringing this system, our physical body, which is made up up of a lot of separate entities, whether it be our liver, our digestive system, our, you know, all of our organs and tissues, we're bringing all of this together through harnessing this energy and allowing it all to come into this pulsation of cohesiveness. And you may have experienced that in your meditations. And when we do that, we're able to help the autonomic nervous system And by helping that system, it impacts every other system of the body because it controls every other system of the body. So we're bringing everything into more alignment, into more peace, into more rest and digest rather than fight or flight. And um, it's really cool what they're seeing um, in the hormones. They also saw in one study that people who are meditating together as a group were actually creating the same gene, even though they weren't the same person, because they were meditating together as a group, they all triggered a specific gene in their body um, to activate. And it was kind of like, wow, is the group, are you impacting one another by meditating in the group? That's kind of the question of the experiment. So There's a lot happening when we're meditating. And as we get into that place of coherence, we start to tap into this space of source energy. And this is where we move into the manifestation and the quantum field. So if we can visualize um, a signal being sent out, kind of like a squiggly line that's really spaced out, up and down, up and down, up and down, as the 3D realm the slowest moving energy, the 3D, all of the 3D around us. And then as we work up in frequency, it starts to be a really tight line that has that up and down, up and down looking like a vibration. And then as we move even higher and we go to source, it's a straight line. And the more we tune into this high frequency during our meditations, the closer we get to source energy. So why is it important to to connect to source energy. Source is what we've all come from. The Big Bang Theory was the time where we separated from source into physical matter. So as we tap in to source in our meditations, we're tapping into oneness, we're tapping into unity. That's why we feel the levels of peace, of connectedness to ourself, our body, each other. We, we have more empathy, more compassion because we're tapping into this source energy that connects all of us. That's where we are from. And the more we tap into source, the more quickly we're able to create, the more quickly we're able to bring in manifestation. And whatever it is we're thinking, we send the signal out, we tap into source, and we're able to pull that through into the 3D realm. So as we connect to source, we're able to bring in those ideas, those visions, those feelings, all the things that we are able to see and visualize from that state, that heightened state, and bring it into the 3D realm. And once we take a piece of that, and once we experience it, it's hard to go back 
to life, business as usual, things just start to change. You start to see the synchronicities. You start to have these different encounters that are no longer coincidences. Maybe you tap into telepathy and all of these um, heightened states of awareness. And something else that he shared with us is that we are only perceiving 1% of reality. 99% of reality is in the unseen. We can't see it. We can't access it. I believe we can access it and a lot of us are starting to turn that on. Um, For instance, I can see energy, especially after meditation, especially after, after walking meditations or being outside on the beach. I can actually see energy moving. It's, um, when I stare out there, it's, it's a realm that I'm able to access and see. And it's, it's different. Like I know it's not in the sky. I know it's like another layer of reality that I now have access to when I'm in a heightened state. So I do believe that a lot of us are starting to turn on these gifts that we can access more reality than just the 1%. But for the most part, the 3D realm is 1% of reality. So that in and of itself, for the people who question, people who are able to see auras or connect with people in other dimensions or connect with past lives, like that can all be and be real. And just because we personally may not have the experience doesn't mean it's not actually happening because all that most of us are perceiving is 1% of reality, which is really mind-blowing. So um, the more we tap into source, the more we're activating our light body, the more we're connecting to this higher state of consciousness and the more we can bring in whatever it is we want. And he also shares a lot about reprogramming the mind and our thoughts. So every single day, it is very easy to wake up and choose the same reality that we've been living in the past. How many of us have woken up or have had a moment in our day feeling some type of way and then searching for the anxious thought that aligns with the feeling. Like, ooh, almost like what could I be nervous about? And some of you are probably giggling right now because we're all guilty of having that experience. And that is bringing the past into the present moment and then truly recreating it. And we can't create a new future until we believe we could have it. We start to think as if it's ours and we know that we're worthy of it. And by making a quantum shift, it's not just about thinking positive thoughts. That's the first step so that you can create those new neural pathways. So we have these pathways in our mind that we're very used to, that are very familiar to us. Oh, my job stinks. Oh, this person is annoying. Oh, they've always done this and I'm going to expect the same from them. Oh, this always happens to me and it's probably going to happen again. Those might be the types of examples of things that we're always thinking of, things that have been recycled over and over in our mind that are comfortable thoughts. And until we have the awareness to stop that and start to acknowledge what we need to recreate and the new neural pathways that we need to create, that's when the greatest change can happen. And by meditating, that helps us to really tap into that source energy, that really high frequency, so that we can gain access to those changes and actually make those changes. So on the day-to-day, we are using our analytical brain, beta waves, and as we go into meditation, we shift from alpha to theta 
to delta to gamma. And in some of the studies that Joe and his research team has done is the evidence that people are tapping into gamma states that are 500 standard deviations out of the normal range. And he shared with us that doctors are looking at this and being like, whoa, we don't even have a drug that can do that. How is this happening? And hearing so much about these studies and the research is um, just reaffirming what I already know on a soul level. And I think that's why we love scientists like this and doctors like this who are doing this work because a lot of us have experienced this life-changing experience with meditation and kundalini and we know it. The other people around us might think we're a little wacky and they don't believe it. And now it's like, oh, wow, look, science is catching up. And now to the people who may have been critics, who didn't believe or who weren't empowered, who didn't realize the power they have within them, now we have research that can present it. And there was this one um, study that was really cool, um, which it showed the power of intention. So there is this pen And in the pen, they put an auto-generated robot that would take up the whole entire area randomly um, over the course of the time that the robot was in there. And then what they did was they put a bunch of chicks in a pen right next to this area that the robot was roaming around. They dressed the robot up like their mother, Hen, and they made the chicks believe that this was their mother. All the chicks were on the right side, and suddenly the auto-generated robot was drawn to the area where the chicks were. Instead of covering the whole entire surface area that it was before the chicks got there, before it was dressed up like a hen, it then started to be drawn right to the chicks. And that's the power of intention. They were literally thinking it was their mother, calling it closer to them. And this auto-generated robot, randomly generated robot, was then drawn closer to them because of the power of intention. So there are just really cool research studies coming out that are showing the power of intention, the power of meditation. Um, he also shared how the the effects of psilocybin, which is a plant medicine that many people are using, um, has very similar outcomes as meditation and how um, after studying the brain and also how people their people's experience before and after a, a, a I guess a plant medicine or a drug people are experiencing the same thing through powerful meditation experiences so we have all the power within us we have access to so much and um, this is truly just the beginning it's truly just the beginning. And there, there's just so much that he shared um, that, I mean, I actually have my iPad here to remind me of some of the other things I wanted to share with you, which of course I'll share a lot through Instagram, through TikTok, and of course through just the teachings on Evolve. But um, some other things, the 3D realm is actually the slowest frequency. That's what we can see around us. And then The 5D realm, of course, is a higher frequency and beyond that. So when we are vibrating higher, we're going to be able to perceive things that are of 
higher dimensions because we're going to be moving through higher dimensions. And when we're stressed, we're typically focusing on the 3D, the here and the now, but there is actually infinite possibility that exists in the 5D realms and higher. So taking time to tap into that helps us to be able to see that how many of us have been stressed about something or felt guilty about something or felt fearful about something and we tuned into a meditation and all of a sudden it was like, what is that problem anyway? Like that's not even a problem. That's not even a conflict. I felt so much clarity just from tapping into meditation. And that's because as we move out of the 3D and into the 5D, we're in that more interconnectedness. We're into a higher perspective where we're able to see things clearly. We're able to take the emphasis off of this 3D realm and enter into the state of higher perspective and what truly matters to ourselves. So that was something that he really worked on um, and spoke about too. And how asking yourself, are you more focused on your inner world or are you more focused on your outer world and the external? Which one has more influence on you? And the more we go within, the stronger we get within ourselves, the less reactive we are to the things that happen outside through other people, other experiences, and the more grounded and centered we can bring ourselves to be. We become unaffected by the things around us because our inner world becomes so strong and so clear. Um, The other thing that I thought was fascinating was this hologram. So the physical 3D realm is a hologram. And there is a way that if you take a leaf and you look at the leaf and you look at the light body of a leaf through a special device and... um, light frequency, you see the the aura or the energetic field of the leaf. If you rip off a part of the leaf and then look at the light body, it is completely intact. So the physical is just a hologram for what really exists and that is our highest potential and I thought that was wild and the other example of this is actually like phantom pain so people who um have had pain and have gotten something removed or something taken off can still have a pain in that area because it's not a physical ailment it's actually an energetic ailment and I think these are just examples of proof that the aura the light body, the energy field actually does exist, kind of like a magnet. We know that a magnet has these poles around it and this field around it because when you take iron, you can actually see the tracing of it. It's the same exact thing as humans. Just because we can't see it on the magnet doesn't mean it doesn't exist. We know it's there and that's the same thing for us. Just because most of us can't walk around and see other people's auras or even our own, it doesn't mean it's not there and that it doesn't exist. So... These are some things that I wanted to share, a little bit of the information I learned there. I'm going to do another episode on specific encounters, interactions, and experiences I have that I thought were supernatural, otherworldly, um, of other dimensions. So I will be very excited to share that next and upcoming um, 
episodes with you. But I know that the experience I had at Joe Dispenza will just move through me, through my teachings. And um, some of you actually even felt by tuning into the meditations while I was there and after I came back, you actually felt a difference in yourself. I was getting DMs that um, the upgrades actually rippled out beyond me because we are all connected and especially as we practice in a community. So the work I do um, ripples out to the people I'm closest with, to the people who meditate with me and the work you do does the same. And you might already see evidence of that in your life, in your relationships, in other people who are surrounding you. So I'm so happy I got to share. Just This is just the tip of the iceberg. I have so much more to share and uncover, um, but you can expect that in another podcast episode. I'm so grateful you're here. Thank you so much for joining, and I'll share more in upcoming episodes. May the long time sun shine upon you. Sat Nam. Mm-hmm.